Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. Hello, fellow readers, and welcome to Three Reads in a Pod. My name is Sarah. Guys, you're supposed to introduce My name is Heather. Yeah, I had it on. I had it muted. I had it muted. I said, oh, I got to get to that. Oh, no. I goofed it. Goofed it bad. (laughs) Billy was like, and I was like, and then I was like, and then it was a mad dash to the mouse. Like like Heather said, my name's Delia. (laughs) I'm not editing this out, by the way. Excellent. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, stick around. This episode of Three Reads will be discussing Dark Fever by Karen Marie Monning. (laughs) If you want to read along, we post the book and book bite of the month on our Instagram, Three Reads in a Pod. That's the number three reads in a pod. Without further ado, it's time to turn the page. Okay, so this was my pick. I love these books. I'm not. We're, we'll get into my love of them throughout the podcast. I'm not going to like wax about it right now. So, background is going to be a bit long though because I do love the books. So I got a little bit invested. For Karen, I got most of her info from her website. Uh, actually, all of it from her website. It's verbatim. I'm citing my source. You know where I found it. If you want more information about her and her life, you can read the blog post from April 12th of 2016. I promise it's not hard to find. I know it's like been a couple years, but it's just go to her blog. I would only read it after you've read Shadow Fever because there's a lot of spoilers there. So her bio starts out with the only other calling I ever felt was an irrepressible desire to be captain of my own starship. I was born in the wrong century and it wasn't possible. So I chose to explore the universe by writing fiction instead. Books are doors to endless adventure. KMM. Karen was born in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1964. Great year. Coolio. Right? The daughter of Anthony R. and Janet L. Monning. The family moved to a self-sustaining farm in Indiana when she was six years old, where she spent her youth raising cows, horses, tobacco, corn, and other crops with her sisters and brother. An alum of the Immaculate Conception Academy at 17, she attended Purdue University, where she completed a BA in Society and Law with minors in philosophy, creative writing, and theater, while working full-time as a bartender and computer consultant. She's a jack-of-all-trades, for real. She intended to go to law school, but after an internship with a firm of criminal attorneys, decided against it. For the next decade, she worked in insurance, where she wrote intercompany arbitrations and directed commercial litigation. At the age of 30, she decided it was time to get serious and do what she always wanted to do, write fiction novels. Beyond the Highland Mist was published in 1999, good book, and nominated for two Rita Awards. She then published six more novels in her award-winning Highlander series and received the Rita Award in 2001 for The Highlander's Touch. In 2004, she began writing the number one New York Times bestselling Fever series, which is all we're going to read. The books have been optioned twice for potential franchise development by 20th Century Fox and DreamWorks Studios, but the rights are currently held by Monning, who has expressed an, a desire to one day see it as a television series. Her novels have been published in over 30 countries. She divides her time between Ohio and Florida and is working on two future projects for the Random House Publishing. 
And then here we go. So Dark Fever, the book that we're reading, starts with Michaela Lane, or Mac as she likes to be known, a 22-year-old blonde-haired, green-eyed Georgia woman sunning out by the pool of her parents' house when she receives a phone call with news that her sister, who was studying abroad at Trinity College in Dublin, has been murdered. Three weeks after the news, the Garda tells the Lanes that they are transferring the case to their version of the cold case division because there's no leads. Mac, not about to stand for her sister, best friend, and confidant's murder going unsolved, goes to Ireland to kick the Garda's ass into gear. While preparing for this, she decides to get a new cell phone because she dropped hers in the pool a couple weeks before Elena, her sister, was murdered. Turns out Elena left Mac a voicemail basically saying that she needs to look for the she said do and that Mac does not know what she and her sister are and that Elena's boyfriend is one of them. Like us, Mac has no idea what any of that means, so she goes to Dublin and starts trying to find answers. Turns out she's a she-seer, meaning she can see the fae. She ends up during her investigation in this abandoned part of town where cars are parked haphazardly and there are piles of clothing and pieces of parchment drifting through the wind. We realize later that the parchment is left over people from one of the fake cases called Shades who devour living things and can't exist in the light. Anyway, she gets scared and runs into a well-lit bookstore called Barron's Books and Baubles. Here she meets Jericho Barron's who knows what the She Said Do is. It's a book. A dark hollow and he can see the fate too through the course of events she moves into bbnb and becomes baron's oop detector which is basically objects of fey power and that's what the she said do is baron's is also searching for the book and would kill to get it and takes mac to places she might it might be she meets a would-be vampire named malouche steals a stone from him mccabe she meets him as well. She steals nothing from him. Rocky O'Banion, she meets him, and she steals the Spear of Destiny, also known as a Light Hollow, capable of killing Faith from him. And Rocky O, the mobster, comes after her. Barons turns out the lights outside the bookstore, and the shades take care of him. Mac meets Blaine, a Seely, the light case, which is an oxymoron because they kill indiscriminately the way they unseely do. Mac finds out she's adopted. Her dad tells her to come home. She goes to an alley, the alley where her sister died, picks up an address that her sister had carved into the rock there, like the uh, brick pathway. She heads to the address, which is located in the dark, in the dark zone, the abandoned place with, with the parchment and cars. She gets there. There's a doorway to the Unseely prison, and Unseely are spilling out of it with the Lord Master in command, a.k.a. Alina's boyfriend. She gets discovered, almost killed by my by Malouche, who is also there, but gets saved by Barons, who pops up there as well. The book ends with Barons painting Mac's nails, dodging Mac's questions about what he is, and then Mac feeling the she said do nearby. So, that's where we're at. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. So, at one point I was talking during that and realized I was muted, and I was like, why is no one listening to me? <laughs> What'd you say? Like, I forget. I was like, yeah, 1964, the year my dad was born. Shout out oh. to Chris. <laughs> it's, about, it's a good year. I was like, go Chris. It is a good year. Yeah, it was a civil rights act, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or movement, it's not act, on. movement. So and I think Cincinnati's pretty banging, so that was kind of a cool little. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. She's, yeah, she's close to uh, y'all, not me, but y'all. Initial thoughts. Sarah, you go first. Okay. At first, when I started reading it, I, it takes me, obviously it takes you a second because you have to get to know all these words 
and you're learning that there are different fate like you have to learn where you're at like there's a lot of information in this book and obviously it sets it up for the series to come I'm sure but when I first started I was afraid I'm like I'm afraid I'm not gonna like it because all of this is coming at me at once but then when I got into it I was like oh yeah this is some good stuff like I liked the action in it 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 was very actiony for me like there was always something happening and I really enjoyed that so overall impression is good I mean I'm pleasantly surprised all right. Yeah. Um, same with me. I even told Jacqueline, I was like, I don't know if I like this. And I was like, Delia's going to be so sad. <laughs> I was like, oh no. And then, But it just takes a minute to get the lingo. And I figured out, I, did, I really, really love the story. I love the action. I love the folklore, um, the Irishness. Like, I'm like, okay, okay. This is all in a different country. It's a different lore. It's really, really good. I kind of hate Mac. She gets better. I, and I know she will. So for anyone that's a Sailor Moon fan, Usagi and or Serena, depending on which version you watched, she starts out as a so immature and such a baby and you kind of don't like her character. And that's Mac. I figured it out. I was like, this is written immature. I was like, no, no, no. The writing's not immature because I would find myself really into certain parts of it. And I'm like, oh, no, this writing is brilliant. It's really good. Mac's the, Mac is what I don't like. She's written as an immature character. So I'm excited yeah. for her to get better. Uh, it ends on a cliffhanger, and I'm really excited to uh, keep reading it. So mm-hmm. overall, yeah, good absolutely. impressions. Well, really well done. Yeah, I think when I first read it, and there, okay, so when I read these this series, because I have the whole series, and I have read the whole thing, and the newest, the last one came out in February. So I didn't, I did a reread before the book came out, but I didn't read the first three novels, because I knew I was going to read it with you guys, and also I feel like if you read books two and three I don't know those books just kind of they're one arc and they go together for me anyway I mean there's like a short arc and then there's the overarching arc between one through five okay we're not going to get into that so rein me in guys you know this is going to be an issue so I when I do a reread in general I typically don't read the first two the first book ever I read it the first time and I think I've read it one other time besides this one and they do a lot of it's a lot of world building and once you have that information it's really it feels unnecessary to go back and read the first one all over again usually when I reread it it's to like look at the scenes between Barons and Mac because they crack me up so (laughs) that's pretty much it she is really immature she does get better I really Uh do love her in the future I can't wait to see what you guys think about that but obviously, I like this book quite clearly. I don't have to. I'm not, I'm not going to like elaborate at this point. I do enjoy it. So, Yeah, anyway. I think one thing that set me off when I started it, I was in bed with Adam. And I, I did almost the same thing, Heather. And I, but I looked at Adam and I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to finish this. I'm like, it, it's already hitting me wrong. But what was hitting me wrong is that she was way too into pink way too um like you said immature way too optimistic for me she's like all i need is the pool all i need is my ipod like i'm just a waitress or like a bartender i'm a bartender and that's all i want she's like i'll take a few classes here and there and i've got the perfect life and i'm in georgia and i'm like i want to slap you but (laughs) um then i really like her when she gets kind of when her world gets turned upside down like there was a little bit there where Barons is like you're seriously not taking any of this 
seriously he's like you you know you keep thinking you're somehow going to get out of this and he's like you're not and your sister's dead and i don't understand and um i think it made me mad towards the middle because she was still like this is impossible this is unbelievable and i'm like girl you have seen a lot of stuff like i believe it you can believe it (laughs) i'm reading for you believe it but yeah towards the end like i really i really enjoy another thing i think that was just a little bit about her she cared so much about looks it was like if Elle fanning just wrote down like her typical day she i'm gonna go put on this lavender shirt and i'm gonna wait Elle woods you mean Elle woods Woods, not Elle fanning sorry Elle fanning yeah no i specifically literally thought of Elle woods but Elle woods i don't know i like Elle woods better she's she's more oh she's still not mature there was something with Mac I just didn't click with, yeah. but, and it's probably because, you know, they just have to build it. They have to build her character a certain way, the and thing, I know that she'll mature. It's just part of it. The thing that you have to realize about KMM is that she loves a dynamic character. So even characters that you would think don't have any change or that they are not going to change, that's not how she works. Right. Every character, and I'm not saying it's a huge evolution of what they go through, but every character changes. Which is what I like about her book so much. And even Mac, I think, changes quite a bit between, like, the beginning sure. where she's like, I just have to find my sisters. Well, well, I just have to talk to the Guardian and get them. As soon as I hear this, they're going to get it. And between her, that and I'm going to go to this place my sister said to go. Like, she, she goes from, like, relying on other people to sort of trying to rely on herself mm-hmm. there at the end. Much to her detriment, she's still like you know, she's a bit of a guppy in the Bless ocean. Her heart. She sure yeah. What did he say? Which makes a lamb in a, a, a lamb, lamb in a city, in of, city of lions uh, or but something yeah, like that. Yeah, wolves. one yeah. of the two, if not all the two, because wolves. Yeah. Yes, it probably was wolves for sure. Yeah, Barons has a way with words when he speaks. Anyway, I I think that. First of all, can I just say, I love KMM's writing, like the way that she relates to things. Like, I think there's something she says about fog, which blows me away. Like the way that she said it really, really got me. Okay. Where she says, right before um, when Kayla goes into the, finds the bookstore, she goes, it was the fog that got me lost. I would have been okay if it had been a sunny day, but fog has a way of transforming even the most familiar landscape into something foreign and sinister and the place was already so foreign to me that it quickly took on sinister attributes like i don't know what mm-hmm. like that's so good no that's super good i just love it. it it was very easy like reading it like i didn't feel you know besides some of the words like i kept my little dictionary there because i read it on the kindle so i kept like pressing my finger and i'm like what does this mean <laughs> and, it would pop up, and i'm like thank you but besides that like i i really I enjoyed the writing too because i felt like it was it was very relatable i agree yeah and i think that i very easily got um i say lost in a good way lost in her imagery she would describe things and i was really into it. I was like, yeah mm-hmm. oh the modern house i think it's mccabe's yes the black and white house man everything's black and white and (laughs) she's going through and she's like oh this just lacks so much color and even the way that people treat each other is just a different it's a very specific feel and i loved Mm -hmm. how she described all that and that was probably about the time i realized oh no her writing's really good that's not the issue i'm having i think mac is just a little too immature for me 
Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, her writing. and But she's writing Mac that way. The fact that I dislike Mac's immaturity is a shout out to KMM's uh, writing. Right. Like, obviously, she wanted her to, you know, yeah, be like that so that you can have that, like Delia said, that dynamic of change, you know, where she can do. Oh, and I love dynamic characters. I talk a lot. In our other ones that I've listened back to, I talk a lot about dynamic versus static characters Mm -hmm. because I think that really matters in a story. It does. It doesn't matter, but it's something to think about for sure. Well, it's more realistic to life. Now, granted, this is total like urban fantasy that we're reading here, but I think that that has a lot to do with it's easier for us to get immersed in it if it's if it mimics real life. Like, you know how like lies are better if there's like a hint of truth in them. For sure. So it's the same thing with fiction. KMM knows like nobody stays the same. It's just impossible. You go through life, life changes you. Even if you have like the perfect life, there are things that happen that change you. So like say there's no trauma whatsoever. Having a kid, that changes you. Getting married, that changes you. Not like it's like, I'm changing for my boyfriend, but like it changes your life, which then in turn affects you sure. and your and your development. So I really um I I really enjoy that part of the way that she writes things. In particular, I think that, so when I first read this, I hated Barons. I hated him so much. I did not like him at all, but mostly because I think that I was still in this sort of, I did like Michaela quite a bit when I met her because I was like, she's pink and she just doesn't have a care in the world. And I don't know what that is, but I just really liked it. I was just like, oh, it's okay, honey. You're just, you know, just enjoying your life. And it was just a nice escape for me. And then, so I think it was really easy for me to, I, I was more excited with Mac. And so it was a lot easier for me to be like, man, fuck Barons, fuck this guy. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And mm-hmm. then now, you know, I've had a couple years since I first read the book and I have a lot of like hindsight, you know, from reading the other books. I'm like, I kind of get Barons now. Like you have this mm-hmm. dumb, fluffy pink bitch walk into your, to your town talking about this really dangerous thing and not having a fucking clue i would get frustrated with her too i could yeah. totally see it so you, you know he's spent his whole like right now he's spending a whole lot of damn time going after this and she just walks in and she's like hey you know about this and he's like what? <laughs> like why specifically here like what do you know and then she's like nothing what do you know <laughs> you know she's like i'm not gonna tell him what i know but I think the thing that got me with Barons to begin with is he was a little, for me, I like him, but I didn't like that he was so rough with her at first, like bruising her and basically just like, you know, holding her up by, was it her neck at one point? Like he was like choking her. She's like, my toes yeah, were to. off the ground. Yeah. And I was like, girlfriend, I was like, I don't think you should stick around. And then he got a lot better and a lot less. Uh, but again, that could be to do with whoever he is, you know, because she even said, like, he was trying to be as gentle with me as possible, and it still hurt like hell. <laughs> you know, she's like, I could tell he was trying to be really gentle, but she had bruises everywhere. So, obviously, something's going Barons on. is pretty intentional with everything he does. So, like, he treats her that way for a reason now you don't really know that why until like later and then you're like oh i think part of that was anger though like the very beginning he's 
He's okay. I gotta stop talking about this. Okay. So yes, <laughs> I, I had. I think that was the other part that I had issue with too was how physical he was with her when I first read it. I was like, like yeah. At first, I'm like, well, I'm really surprised that he literally just bruised her, and she's just like, nah, bruises, yeah. and she keeps going yeah. back to him. And I'm like, girl, digs like, in those heels, keeping you alive. Yeah. Yeah, I do like her though. As far as like, okay, yeah, she is kind of immature, but where she's like, when he shows up at the McLaren house, and they're talking, and he's like, "We have information to exchange," and she goes, "Bright guy, aren't you?" I figured that out at the bookstore. What took you so long? <laughs> oh gosh, that was good. she was I very she said that sarcastic. Like I loved her personality from when we first met her, her by the pool, and she's like talking about her matching bikini, and I was immediately like not here for it but when she got there and she was so sarcastic after meeting him and she was like headstrong i was like i'm here for that that you like i like that part of you a lot mm-hmm. you know like her comebacks and stuff i was like okay yeah I comebacks are solid her sarcasm was solid for yeah. sure which i was the opposite i like kind of didn't like her but i liked barons i didn't like how fi- i thought he was trying to scare her though he's like trying to get her out trying mm-hmm. like to like save get her. her save her right so i think he was being very like you said very intentional yeah very intentional in what he was doing and then she's like well i'm gonna stay and i'm coming to your place of business Uh, uh, uh." and i was like all right girl you gotta do what you gotta do i mean she just loves her sister and i can't fault her for that um but i end up really liking him and just his his short answers and his short commands and she gets so fed up with it and i love it i'm like "Ah." you know part of that is because you're like yes ignore the shit out of her because i want to yeah, I want you to. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Like, grow up a little bit. Show her she can't go in there and run the town. <laughs> oh, my God, right? And that was the other thing, too, is, like, he's, like, she's very pink, right? And then at one point, he mentioned something about, like, and then what? Said, oh, I'm so sorry, Miss Lane. I didn't mean to wrinkle your lovely brows. May I press that for you? Or perhaps you gouged it with your pretty pink nails. I was really beginning to wonder what his hang-up with pink was. Like, you need to know. He wears, or like when she was a rainbow, like literally, oh, rainbow I was like, girl. girlfriend, there's no way they're going to forget you. Like, you literally wore a rainbow into that vampire's place. Like, he's like, hey, you. look nice and blend in. And she's like, not today. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it, Mac. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to help you. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it, which I get it. She stole the, the stone. They needed the stone. She's like, I don't know why you're mad. I just left some candy bars behind and, my, you know, my cosmetic <laughs> case and just some things, but I got it. And in her defense, I had thought about that situation. It's like, I put down the book and I was like, what else would you do? You've got a right. small bag because she always had a little, you know, it was a smaller handbag. Like a clutch. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? Like, I can't blame her. The only thing she could have done otherwise is like shove it in a more, a less conspicuous space. Cause it sounds like she just put it where the thing was. Like she just laid it on that desk. But if she could have like hidden it in a trash can or something, but they were right there. So I, I, I gotta give her props on that one that uh, I don't know what else I would have done either. Yeah, I feel that because right. I don't carry a big purse. I'm not somebody who, like, I carry a, a wallet that has a strap on it. That's that's typically the kind of purse I, I carry. Well, not anymore. I have a bigger one now because I have my 
Invisalign teeth tray, so I have to take a toothbrush and toothpaste with me everywhere I fucking go, which has been very annoying to me because now my purse is bigger and I don't like that. But so I get it. I, I wouldn't know where to put it either. But I'm also like, mm-hmm. it's a stone. How? And I can't remember. How big was, did they say the stone was? Well, it was in a box mm-hmm. and she took the whole box. Oh, she just took the box. Yeah. So she didn't know what was, was in it. Oh, yeah. She said right, she right. was thinking of fitting it up her legs. And she's like, I couldn't walk out of there with it up my legs. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, and her top was, we know her top was skin tight because that's how Mac rolls. Yes. So, you know, Mac went yeah. in there with like a, I would have been in, in my hoodie, like just shoving <laughs> all kinds of stuff in it. I'm like, <laughs> Nope, nope. <laughs> that's how I came in. I if she literally in. listened to him, maybe, you know. No, but oh, absolutely. Th- there was a point where she was describing her waist, and she's like, I've got a tiny waist. And I'm like, girlfriend, we need to have you quit worrying about 24 this. inches. Yes, 24 inch waist. And she's like, I can't help it. And she talks about how she eats, and she has. Yeah, high metabolism. Yes, and she has a great. Yes, she talks about her metabolism like two or three times. I was like, she's like, I've already had two bowls of cereal. (laughs) My girlfriend. Well, part of it is the lore, so she's a she seer. Oh, I think part of that is, and I don't know if it talks about that in this book, but it's really not going to give you anything, give anything away. But no, it does. They had, they were running from the fae quite a bit. Oh, so, so they have higher metabolisms like, and they they're probably to. slender. It's like, yeah, it, okay. for, for good reason. And like towards the end of the book, when she's fighting at 20, uh, 1247 LaRue Street, mm-hmm. when she's fighting and Barons looks over at her and is like really surprised. She was surprised. She was like, I just started kicking I butt. Started, yeah, yeah, that's she's part, like, ha <laughs> ha. I was touching him. She's like, two oh my God. seconds. Two Which seconds. seems a little unbelievable and you're kind of like what the fuck mm, but again yeah. that falls into mm-hmm. that she seer ability mm-hmm. which i mean you'll find out a lot more about that later but it, right. it a lot of of it makes sense i think that kmm brings that to your attention now so that she can tie it in later and you're like oh mm-hmm. that's why she was talking right. about it before she even went to ireland about her mm-hmm. being thin and small and she is very focused on looks like she talks about her green eyes and blonde hair multiple times Mm -hmm. which is why i mentioned it during the oh my gosh the summary because she talks about it so much and how she looks granted that gets to be it's intentional like she doesn't talk about it as much later it doesn't well it's it's still mentioned but it's not to the degree that it is now it's another way that because it's all from michaela's point of view so it's another way to show like her transition Mm -hmm. you know dynamic for sure yeah, and I think it's also interesting. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I thought it was interesting. She talked about the way her parents looked and how her and her sister looked different than not different, different, but not exactly like their parents. And she can, that's another thing, all intentional because you find out they're adopted. Right. Because, yeah. yeah. So, and so it makes sense that she would talk about the metabolism now because that's just good writing. You're like, that seems weird, but it makes sense later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she was fighting, I mean, it did seem a little unbelievable to me. And she's like, I just had this in me. And I figured it was something to do with the fact that it was just in her bloodline. You know, Mm -hmm. kind of like, I don't know, like the fact that we don't like to be watched as humans when we poop because we're vulnerable. You know, and also because it's so intimate moment, whatever, because we're vulnerable and our ancestors would like detect us stuff if they went poo out in the, you know, for whatever. Point is, though. 
that uh, she completely messed up the first time they went out to kill. I mean, that was such a mess up. Okay, that was she totally. I actually love that whole scene. That was pretty great. <laughs> it was, I like that Baron just lets her hang there by her yeah. hair. He's like, he's uh, like please. Teach, this is a teachable moment right here. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, was like, that was so good. That was a good that, did you? I appreciate <laughs> that. It was. It was good. That's it was another uh, thing I like is like so funny there's that comic relief that happens mm-hmm. quite a bit like her sister is dead she's mourning her and trying to like do all these things but there's these big these different pockets of comedy like i think that there's one point where uh, she's talking to barons and she i don't even remember what she said but she goes oh you just suck and i don't know why but that just makes me laugh <laughs> it's good stuff there's yeah, there was a, one took- point oh sorry no, go ahead, go ahead. No, you were talking about the sec. There was one point where uh, Barons had said something, too, and at the end he's like, how do you Americans put it? You suck. <laughs> I was like, yes, I need to find that line. That was really good because she'd said that, and then a little bit later he'd said it, and I was like, good job, boy. Mm-hmm. Good job, boy Yeah. There's a, so she does that. I just really enjoy those pockets of comedy. Like, I think I've taken a couple pictures of, like, short, because they're so short. They're, like, a paragraph long, and then it goes back to the – it's very helpful, I think, to to break up the seriousness of it. Um, because I feel like that that's life, too. Like, there's times when there it's not all just serious. Like, I remember, okay, I was at my grandfather's funeral. I was crying profusely. I was holding a Cheeto in my hand because my cousin was next to me and she was trying to feed her little sister or something. And I'm crying, and there's a Cheeto, and my Uncle Rich passed by, and he was like, honey, if you don't want the Cheeto, you don't have to eat it. (laughs) And I started laughing, which is like, it just seems so, like, that happens with this book quite a bit. Of Like, there's just all this sadness and, like, just confusion, and then there's, like, Mm -hmm. pocket of funny. Like, Mm -hmm. let's keep on. Right. Like, I I enjoyed the humor there, so that she didn't turn into, like, a batman kind of thing like you know she lost a very close person to her the person that she found out later was the only blood relative that she knows of right now that she has um Mm -hmm. you know because thing thing are clearly adopted like which i thought it was at first i was like dad killed mom dad for sure killed mom and he's not telling them (laughs) he's not letting them speak to her i'm like she's dead really problem yeah she's and a little then, tied uh, up right now that's so yeah. funny i think about that because they, they celebrate tired. 30 year anniversary with like a three-week cruise yes <laughs> and then, so you know, he, i'm like uh, she talks about like how it's such a good thing that they saw that even though they weren't in any relationships any serious relationships and how multiple times a day or like one time a day or multiple times a day they'd go in the room and their room would be locked yeah and like they would just be like okay all right mom and dad they just love Mm. each other (laughs) i love that michaela has that that model like that role model of jack and rainy lane i'm excited to see uh your guys's reactions to how things continue to go with with them also i love the name rainy lane (laughs) Right, I was like, "That's I know." I thought cool. it was so I'm in the rainy nice. lane. At, for, yeah. I was immediately thinking, "I'm like, I'm having a child, and her name's gonna be Rainy. <laughs> this is gonna be so cute." But I thought, I thought it was really nice too. Oh, and her dad was Although, body positive because they were talking about eating, and the mom was like, "Wait till you're forty, or wait till you're 50. and he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." 
like it's just more you to love. More that's just more you to love. I'm like, there we go. That's good. And I like that it wasn't said like it's not trite. And and Michaela makes you let you know that in that she was like, the way that he looked at her made me a little uncomfortable because it's clear they wanted to be alone. Yes. Like he really right. meant it. Really meant it. Ugh. I love her parents. That's They're good. just like it's beautiful to see, you know? And I'm happy that she has that bright spot despite mm-hmm. the fact that her mom is like dealing with some serious depression. Which I can't blame her for. No, no absolutely not. I mean, a lot of depression. Mom can't sleep. I, seriously, because he every time she called, I was like, "Yeah, wait until he tells her she's dead." But thank God she wasn't. Thank God. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of waiting. Yeah, something was weird, but it's just depression. Uh, yeah, and also just a quick turn of events here. Um, can we talk about the sex fairy prince guy and that entire oh, death by sex fairy? Yes, the museum thing made me yeah. so uncomfortable, guys. Like, not uncomfortable in the way of like, oh, it's sex. To. Uncomfortable is in like, I felt exposed. I was like, am I showing my breasts? Secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. Yeah. I was sweaty. <laughs> The, the, the writing was so smooth and you're into it and you're like, oh my gosh. And then she kind of snapped out of it and she's like, oh, my clothes are off. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like I felt that stress for her. <laughs> yeah. There was moments yeah. in, with the writing exactly like that, you know, like, like when you didn't know that she snatched up the stone, obviously, you know, that was omitted from us, but then we found out later she did that. So when you didn't know whether she had her shirt up or if her bra was off or if her pants were unbuttoned or if her panties were down, you know, like when she casually goes back and she's like oh look at this pink frilly thing on the floor lacy she's I really like, like that. I like that and she goes and she's like i like it because that's my panties <laughs> <laughs> i like and she, she just casually puts that too up. like if i had if it hadn't been my taste i wouldn't have even noticed i'd taken them off like yeah i blaine fucking sucks too because she mentions she men- mentions a couple times that I'd find out later that it was a lie, that he could turn it off, and that he just didn't. Yeah. Like, the the. And she has exusion. to, like, sell a part of her soul or so, Like, not sell, but, like, do Lose something. Lose a part of her soul yes. and then become immune to it. Yeah. And, who, I mean, no offense. Who wouldn't, though? Like, it sounds really great. But, like, if you're in a museum on all fours and your butt's out and you're, like, in heat, like, clearly you want it to stop. Like, you know, the first time she was in the glamour, right? So no one could really like. Wasn't Nobody she, could like, see her this time either. Until yeah. he left. Until, right. he left. and then yeah. okay, and then they're like, "Well, has her bed out? Look at those boobies," <laughs> and you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah. But like the pearls sliding between her legs, that part, guys, gave me chills. Okay, let me talk about that. That was really good. I was good. I forget that she was like, is that, did I do that? Or was that a feeling I had? Or did I do that to myself? Uh Which Uh is kind of like a, it's a mind fuck for sure. Because I, I have, I, I never like, I don't like Blaine. I don't like him. In this book, I don't like him. Because I'm like, she, she gets herself off later you know like she's like i had to come so many times because i was like it was just a lot of of his energy on me um but the thing is is like yes those i feel like those orgasms were still rape because she did not she didn't want that she didn't want to have them she had to to get rid of that energy on her 
which was mm-hmm. really, I, I, y'all know I have issues with sexual assault. I fucking hate Lane for that. I don't, I like, because even though she was presenting in the museum, she didn't want to be. Right. Exactly. Well, and she said, what would have happened if you raped me? And he's like, you wanted it. Oh, that burnt no. me up. That burnt me up. I was like, like, you're, you're like, that is not how this works. Uh, what did he <laughs> exactly. say? He was like, you, something about worshiping at his feet. Like, you will beg me for this or you want to beg me for this or something like that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, Dude. I'd like to cut your junk off. That's what I'd like to do. I know. I would worship at the, author of, at the altar of that after it's removed from your body. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just the fact that he was, like, positioning her and stuff, too. And she was trying to think. She's like, what was that A word that makes me, oh, you know, yeah. stop this? And she's like, Apple, alleged. Uh, she allowed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, why am I not like, allowed to do allowed this? To <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's going down. Yeah. And, so, and then she's like, and he positioned me. And she's like, and then she thought of her sister. And I was like, thank God you can think of that, you know, and get yourself out of that. But what about people yeah, who don't? And then. You know, because at the beginning of the book, we learned that if uh-huh. you have sex, right, with a fairy, then, like, you're constantly wanting, like, more, Priya. right? So, which has me yeah. really worried for Barons. I don't think he's a fairy. Delia, he's not, is he? I'm not telling you anything. Listen, I'm mad that I'm so mad we don't know more about him. I thought Me we would too. get through that in this book. That's particularly what I'm mad about. Because oh, I want to know if he, I thought he was a boyfriend. Be mad about it for a while. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're gonna learn. Yeah. Just, I don't know. He's the queen in disguise or something. We're gonna learn yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is totally mm-hmm. the queen in disguise. We're gonna have to have a bonus episode after. I don't know if we should do it after you guys have read all the books, or if we should like be like informally whenever you finish Blood Fever, let me know so we can talk about it. Because. Uh, yes i can't wait for you guys i, I the blood fever the second one for that reason it is the second one mm-hmm. i just got it on my library app it was available so i went ahead and, and got it so i'll be able to read it yeah which we're before i'm gonna have book. to get the second one I, I came in and i told adam i put down the ipad and i said well i'm gonna have to read them all he's like <laughs> i'm really? so bad he's like yeah i really yeah. liked it so i uh I'd be sorry. I'd be. I. You know. Let me know when you're done with the series, though, because I have some stuff from when I went when I did FeverCon. I have like some background stuff, um, like different like phone backgrounds and Zoom backgrounds and uh, a playlist oh, of music. I thought you meant find... like background. Like here's some more background on all this lore and stuff. Um, that's okay. She did do like a, a fourth also, yes. She did do like a fourth <laughs> epilogue for the last book and. I got that before she put it on her website. It's on her website now, but mm-hmm. I also downloaded that as well. I need to print it out and put it in the book so I don't have, I don't lose it. But yes, if you want that stuff too, I have lots of information. The K the Mo- the Morning Maniac Facebook page has been very beneficial to me. <laughs> it enhances my life daily. It does. <laughs> it does though. Like I won I I won a copy of uh, Kingdom of Light and Shadow. Oh, that's really cool. Entering, like awesome. KMM was giving them away, and it was like, what's your favorite book and why? And I couldn't pick between book five and book whatever one Fever song is. Anyway, so we're gonna, obviously I love this series. I'm glad that you guys have gotten into it so that we can discuss it because you're mm-hmm. my best friends, and I really wanted other people to read this and, like, and appreciate it the way that I do because it's so good. 
I was not, ex- like I said, I wasn't expecting to like it to the point to where I wanted to actually go ahead and like finish it all. So I'm pleasantly surprised by that. And also I have not read like a series in a long time. Like I actually gotten myself involved with like, you know, mm-hmm. a, a series that has more than three books in it. Um, I probably, yeah, it's I haven't. Trilogy. Yeah, I haven't read like sequels or trilogies or sagas in like such a long long time um i think i've been on this is a good one to draw you back in yeah yeah it was very interesting i forget how much like how much i'm willing to suspend you know your disbelief like um i didn't realize how much of that i could do here because i was afraid of that because i'm like oh i'm really into like all this realist kind of stuff like i'm afraid of where my imagination is like can I do this and Mm -hmm. and I know that's silly like but that was my fear coming in I'm like I really want to enjoy it and I don't want to let my mind you know get in the way of like just because it's not real or whatever because I mean we read everything that's not real um and yeah and it wasn't hard but yeah as far as like it being real life and so like I said earlier this book kind of falls into urban fantasy but it also falls into like supernatural romancy situation it has that feel to it a little bit Mm -hmm. and um and and then mystery because you're trying to figure out alina's killer and you just oh yeah yeah, it really falls into quite a few categories it's really easy i think to hit a spot for everybody once you're able to get through the first book like i said i honestly thought more i thought more stuff happened in the first book than what actually did by the time i got through it because i thought that y'all had met vlaine and knew his name and knew a bunch of other stuff about him that i was like i'm glad i read this right before we decided to record because I would have let all kinds of shit go. Like, like if I had, I mean, <laughs> if I had read it and then decided to continue, cause I'm probably, I'm rereading the series. That's what's happening right now. I finished um, the first one. I'm going to read the rest of them now. And I knew that was going to happen. So I didn't want to like read, read the first one, like uh, three weeks ago and then have finished the whole series and then be like, Oh yeah, this stuff that happened in blood fever or in Fay fever that you don't know. Like you only meet Blaine twice right yeah he comes up a lot more oh god well i guess he does obviously from what we know about in the museum you know he's not gonna leave her alone he keeps trying to get that that uh cuff on her yeah oh yeah yeah i forgot about that cuff and what's his name also wears a cuff of some sort yeah and i'm so interested as to what that does like for sure his cuff has to do something right delia this was a big I don't, question of mine. I don't remember. I straight up don't remember. I, I will find out together because I'll read it. <laughs> so but it's, I, I was. I it shows up, but I don't remember if we actually know what it really does. So oh okay. Um, I don't know. That was a question. Um, obviously, we want to know why he can just walk into the darkness and not get eaten by the shadows. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing. Like, what kind of pack does? I thought he, he was have? the boyfriend. Yes, oh my I thought he was going to be Alina's boyfriend. So did, so did so did Mac for a minute there. Yeah, Mac mentioned it, and I was like, "Good on her," because I think a logical person would end up putting that together. Yeah, so like I was really happy with that writing and with that part of her character. Yeah, and then when she's like yeah. looking at pictures, I don't know why nobody could tell me more distinguishable features about him, like that he had long, like golden auburn hair and a scar on his face, and, and now I'm thinking like. Is there something that, like, some impact that he has on people that sees him? Like, you know, to where they can't, I don't know. Does this make sense? Like, they can't 
yeah. distinguish you're him. Yeah, you're trying like to figure out if there's, like, glamour involved. Yes. Yeah, like, and if there's something about him. Yeah. But didn't she say he was human? talking about the Lord human? Master, right? Yeah, Lord Master. Did she say he was human? or Which what is was... a dumbass name. I can't Lord believe he Ma- made himself that. Jesus. Lord Master. It's, like, Lord redundant Master. much. Master. Yes. But then when... Like the same goddamn thing. <laughs> when Baron Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. Like, I just thought it was dumb. Um, and maybe uh, he wasn't the one that killed your sister, right? Like, maybe it wasn't this vampire dude, this Lord Master dude. And then now I'm thinking, well, why would you say that, Barons? Like, what do you know? Oh, now, Barons. Yep. Like, maybe Barons killed her. And you're like, oh, no. Like, buddy. But she oh, seems to have died by that. a sex fairy. And, and she also said that she would get, like, random, <laughs> like, urges from Barons. What, what are we laughing mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why she's laughing. Like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I thought she it looked like she'd been devoured by an animal. Is it a bite mark like? There were like thinking, needle marks. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I was I'm thinking confused. you meant that the holes in her were caused by penis punches. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, Elena. Oh, your brain. And I was like, she did have holes in her. And I'm like, no, I oh, remember no. what, where you got that idea. Because they talk about there's some kind of substance found in her. Yeah. Yes. And they're like, Which I either didn't read that the first time or completely missed it. I'm surprised. Because I, I didn't, like, I didn't realize that until this, this read that they had found stuff in her. Vaginally. Right. So you know who the killer yeah. is, right, Delia? Like, you know who it is. I'm not telling I mean, you. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know. But um, does it make sense that stuff being found inside of her then, or does it? Is it something completely different? Okay, that stuff. So, I, I mean, mean, like her her boyfriend is the Lord Master. We don't know what the hell he is. Right, so, and if she's her boyfriend, he probably having sex with that guy. You know. Yeah. If he's that hot, of course you're gonna bang yeah. it like a screen door in a hurricane. I mean, <laughs> Lord and mercy. Just saying. <laughs> So that part makes sense if you think about it logically. And yes. one thing that really got me was uh, I was I really liked the imagery of the eroticness that happened whenever Vlaine was around. Like it would start out kind of slow, and she was listening to like "Laid" by James that song, <laughs> and then and they were talking from American Pies movies. Yes. Oh. And so when she was talking about that, I was like, okay. And then she's like, well, I have this overwhelming urge to just fuck. She's like, anything. I want something pounding into me right now. And I'm like, whoa, girl. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, all this pent-up rage? Like, is it all coming out like this? And then you find out about, you know, obviously (laughs) the sex fairy. But I thought it was all really nicely done. um, How it just kind of builds up. Like, she's just in the museum and she's shows. having a good time and she's like man i wish i could date and i wish i could have a normal life and then all of a sudden her panties are there and so i think imagery like that like uh, the blood that was on baron's like knuckles at one point you know right like she from a dog saw blood on him yes <laughs> and from the dog and just like interesting little things that you know you you find out about later like uh, maluche maluku Mal- what's malush. His name? malush 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 Malouche the douche. Come on, Malouche the douche. So Malouche the douche. So didn't he have like blood dripping from him? Did he? Yeah, from his face. Okay. It was just—is he really a vampire, Delia? We need to know. 
See if I can. I feel like I already told you the answer to that question in my synopsis. Were you not listening, Sarah? (laughs) I called him a wannabe vampire. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you. I just wanted to be sure because she keeps calling him vampire, and the dude's like, that's what she's introduced to him as. Right. But Baron's Baron's, Baron's let us know that ain't the fact. He's like, I don't know what he is, but I don't know if it's a vampire. (laughs) I don't think it's a vampire. For sure. Um, like, mm. Let me find the the because there's something. Oh, okay. Sorry, there's something I was gonna say. So about Go her ahead. sister's death, Lena's death, right? When they found mm-hmm. her in the position, like she saw the photos, and she sat in the position that her sister sat in at death, you know, and she kind of saw yeah. everything that happened. That's how she found like the the address, all of that. She finds her sister's compact um, bag, and then when she's hit by Malouche the douche later. And she kind of falls mm-hmm. into that same mm-hmm. position. And then she thinks, like, I guess his fangs and, like, tiny puncture holes on the sister. And then the way she was positioned. And she's like, oh, he totally killed my sister. Right? Was that the meaning we were supposed to get from that? That she thought he had done it? Like, obviously, she, Lord Master or he? Yeah, or I think that? she thinks she thinks it's the Lord Master. Because okay, she was okay. like, Elena found out this thing. And now... He killed her for it. He killed mm-hmm. her because she found out that he does this stuff. That's why. That's what she thought. Um, and that the the Mal, Malu. That's my understanding. And then Malouche was just there, and, okay. and probably okay. helped. Yeah. And Malouche is probably a douche. Yeah. <laughs> he <really> is. <laughs> Malouche the douche. That's my favorite part of this whole podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> my favorite part of. Uh, of him like barons and malouche like facing down is the fact that they're having like <laughs> the pissing match back and forth and the fact that uh barons was just getting so under malouche's skin you know and he's talking about all this stuff and he's like malouche tra- yeah trying not to show emotion and then he shows the emotion and also john johnstone Ooh, John Johnson Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJJ. Now, don't get me wrong. I like a J name, as is evidenced by the rest of my family having J names, uh, with the exception of me and my sister. So all my other siblings and then their children are all J names, except for Emily. So we like J names in this family. But Mm -hmm. that is just seriously fucked. Like, why would you name your kid that? I personally wouldn't name my kid that, personally. I also think it's like... It's not your fault what you get named. So I don't blame Malouche, but, like, his parents really fucked him over. Like, were you wanting this kid to get picked on? Mm-hmm. For sure. And then he changes his name to Malouche the Douche. And, you know... Which is not much better. Like, if you get the chance to rebrand, really? Like, actually... Go for Malouche. Just a single word. Okay. If you're so, not Cher or Beyonce, get the fuck out of my face with that. They, they deserve those those That's single what I'm word monikers. Yeah, Malouche does not get one. I'm trying to think. No, you're just like I got the money, so I will use it. And I don't know. He's just a, he just he strikes me as a little bitch. He is. He is. Like out of all the men that he goes to meet, like I didn't like the first one, McCabe, right? Obviously, because like he treats he has to treat Mac like a sex toy, basically, and yeah. he makes. Yeah, like uh, the guy in the White House, and he makes suggestions. I like your oral sex with him. Yeah, I had to. I had to associate them because they all sort of like. I hymns. love your descriptions. They're <laughs> very Mac. <laughs> like, thank you. Matt, you'll, she does that shit too. <laughs> See, like, I like OOPs. I like 
Yes. And when she like did the whole like, oops, almost fell. And I was like, yeah, that was clever. That was clever. I was like, good girl. Good girl. Yeah. This is great. Um, You don't like McCabe. We don't like, like the first. Yeah. He was just like, let me have her. And then he's like, no. And he's like, get out of here. And then uh, the second one was Malouche, right? Mm -hmm. And then then the third one was, oh, O'Banion. Rocky O'Banion. Mm-hmm. O'Banion. Him, uh, when she, listen, the whole them stealing the spear thing was so Indiana Jones. I fucking loved it. Like, it was great. Like, I really enjoyed that scene. He's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a good swimmer. I'm a strong swimmer. And I'm like, what are you going to do? And then he does it. And I'm like, Ooh. and then he keeps like hitting things with his fist. And he's like, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, why is he so upset? And he's like, well, all the alarms just sounded <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> So we got to book it. Let's go. And when she had the spear and he was explaining what the spear was and she's, I actually highlighted that part. It was so funny. She's like, the spear killed Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh God. (laughs) Like, technically he was dead. (laughs) The guy's like, oh, he was dead. You know, she's like, didn't care. She wanted to throw it down, go to church. Well, she's from, what? She, so she was born at Christ Hospital, right? Is that what it's Mm -hmm. called? Okay, yeah. and she's from the South, the Bible mm-hmm. fucking belt. Of course, she's oh, gonna yeah. be like, "Oh God, what did I just do?" <laughs> this is the spear um, that killed Jesus. She said, "Jesus, that was good." She oh, me so pretty funny. good. But they're little escapades. I really actually enjoyed them. They, little, I, I yeah, meeting new people, getting yeah. I liked all that. The little adventures. Yeah, was so too. fun. Goodness. I'm excited to see what comes next. Like, I was not expecting all that action at the end and then her to just have, like, the broken arm and, you know, some broken fingers and that be it. Like, I, and well, and then the she's, what, what do you call it? She's a do. That's what I thought. Uh, the, she's a do. It's the, you, the, she said, yeah, she's, she's a do. Mm-hmm. She's a do. I she, looked it up 18 a, times. She's a, she's a do. Because she mentions it's like, she, she kept, she, throughout the book, she mentions like how to pronounce it because she's like, "Why would you spell it that way? That doesn't make any sense." And she goes, That's what "Why aren't saw. pubs called poos?" <laughs> yeah. the, the B at the end is like the. She's like, "That doesn't make any sense," and he's like, "This like, pub's this not is, Gaelic." Yeah, like, uh, but it was it was funny to me when he spelled it to her, and I'm like, "Whoa, I haven't been saying this right." I'm like, "How did she get she do from that?" And then, uh, okay, so it is she do. Just kidding, guys. I can say it. That's well, funny. and then the two a day Danan. The yep, tea. I was calling it like Tet Daninan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so I, the thing with this series, you don't have to read the Highlander series, but they talk about the two a day quite a bit. And so KMM, make sure that you know how to say that particular phrase. So I read all of those. There's not that many of those, but I read all of those. And, um, those characters pop up, but they're not like, if you don't know their story, it's not a big deal. If you want some background info on the Lord Master, wait until you're finished with the series and then go back and read. So, yeah, but she, that, so I knew going into the series, I was like, okay, I know how to say two a day. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> Yay. But, what, so old woman. Okay, old woman. She, I like her. Bitch, right? Yeah, no, she is. Once like, again, anyone who's rude to Mac, I'm like, nice. 
slap somebody on the back of their head with their knuckles. You don't know me. Why would you touch me? I was having a headache when I read that, and I was like, this is giving me a worse headache. And she kept doing it. She's like, ow. And I was like, stop. (laughs) My head hurts. Right. You know, but yeah, when we found her again later, I'm glad she popped back up. Um, Because you had mentioned, like, casting the old lady. And I thought, okay, well, she was very momentary, right? But then when I got later in the book and I saw that she popped back up and she's like, you're an O'Connor. And then the girl's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, oh, you're for sure an O'Connor through and through. You know, you've got the hair, you've got the eyes, like you can see things. Like, look what happened to you in there. I can't believe you did that. You know, like you held your own, like you're doing good. And then the fact that she picked up, what, the word Priya, like a whore for phase, Priya. And she... (laughs) And she used that later. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, I guess the gray man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the gray man. Oh, God. I, I like that she got, like, the many-mouthed thing and the gray man. They'll see. Yeah, uh, she does those. Sarah, yeah. White House man. <laughs> White House man. You've got mobster guy. You've got vampire. <laughs> you got them all. Um, Quick question. Uh, Heather, did you or did you not love when she does the Harry Potter reference? She does it twice. She does it twice. She mentioned reading all the Harry Potter books, and then she was like, yeah, I don't really get into fantasy. Me or really that we neither one of us really did. And to think that that whole craze started because of a, a small boy that lived under the stairs. And I was like, that's another Harry Potter reference. Yeah. Good on you, homie. So shout out to KMM for those shout outs. Yeah, I love, so I like this that sentence or that uh, it says my imagination has always topped anything a movie could come up with case in point those darn harry potter movies that was so not what that part vila chick flor de la cour looked like yeah, yeah, yeah. so for me i had a hard time casting some of these characters because i'm like none of you look right to me mm-hmm. at all like, well, especially with these like fey people like, they're more beautiful than anything else in the world yes and their skin is like copper you know yeah like, and their their hair is golden you don't really see that Mm-mm. in our day-to-day so no. i get it so it's i hard. found like, one Barons? for vlan what not vlan 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 so for vlan i totally like remember Lane. their names yes just with v like her so. last name with a v Lane, Blaine. Mm, is that suspicious later on, Delia? No, I just to... noticed oh, that today, okay. right now. Okay. I don't know. You're I all like sweaty. Blaine <laughs> is. I know. I am so sweaty. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I was joking. I <laughs> am though. But <laughs> no, she's just... trying not to tell us. She's. I say you would be Blaine bad in interrogation Lane. because you would like want to give up all the info. <laughs> I would. I'm terrible. That's why I can't play Among Us or BS. I tell you. I tell you oh right my God. away. I know. <laughs> God, I love it's it. not fun for anybody but it's too much anxiety for me I'm like fuck it i just can't play this game unless i'm not an imposter can't do it well, i know i love not being Delia an imposter sus. because i can tell the truth so good <laughs> not lie i'm so bad at it i can tell the truth yeah. so good was that so adam's bad. legs yeah he's right probably. here behind sarah's shoulder I saw, was that his legs or his arms i just saw a pair of white legs Slide show them your the legs. Sit back and show screen. Heather your legs. <laughs> show, sit back and show Heather your legs real quick. Sit back at him. Sit on the couch. Sit on the couch. You gotta and put your legs up in the air. Come here, Tim's legs. There they are. Thanks, bud. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Uh, so, Mermaid Adam. 
Della, he's got the tiniest little legs. No matter what, like, he only gains weight, like, if he gains weight, gains weight on, like, one or two parts of his body. And I'm over here, like, want a fat nose? Want a fat earlobe? Like, you got it. <laughs> like, it's just all the places. And he's over here, like, with the skinniest legs. I'm like, I'm gonna break you. But that's okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, so, Vlaine, I found a really good actor. Well, somebody that I thought would play the part pretty nicely or look the part. So I, I felt good about that. You guys can look at him and probably think he looks like shit, but hopefully not. So I was excited to find one like so bronzy, golden haired person and the rest, I'm sorry. They can just be spray painted. That's it. Spray paint tan? Spray yeah, pan. that was my thought too. I have a hard time not like imagining things. I'm like, okay, I should recognize this could be that this person can change their looks to a certain degree. Like, they, the actress doesn't have to be blonde. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, nope, I need it. That's how I just need it. It's hard for me. I'm a little unimaginative that way. So the good thing about reading this book after I've already read all the other books is that you catch up on more foreshadowing in the, in the coming mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and she's pretty good about foreshadowing, like, She's even up front because it's written from Mac's perspective. And Mac is like, like had I known then what yeah. I knew now, you know, so I knew there was a lot more coming up. So that's kind of exciting. And I don't know when she stops doing that, but I think she stops doing that at some point. Just don't remember when that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, what was that one? Page 39. Oh, I think I was talking about on page. Okay. So when she goes into the McLaren house, Oh, the half-naked dash to the bathroom. So she talks about how, like, if you were in a community bathroom, you have to go there and you either get dressed there or in this tiny cramped space or you make a half-mad dash back to the your room to get dressed in a towel. And I was like, that's so, like, dorm life right there, which she wouldn't understand because <laughs> she always yeah. lived at home. I know. I'm surprised she knew about the communal bathrooms because I'm like, girlfriend, you've always had like your own bathroom, I'm sure. But at the same time, it's like I also I do that in my home now. Like I literally if there are guests or anything and I'm taking a bath and I need to like go somewhere or I, I like to be half naked constantly with the bottom part of me. So when I get out of the shower and stuff, I'll have the towel or I'll have whatever on. And then I have to look everywhere. I'm looking around. I'm like, can they see me? Can they not? And then I'll run like real fast i'm like ah or like when i lived at home i would tell mom and dad i'm like don't look no one look and then i'd run from my bathroom to my room and i'm like ha, ha, ha. and then my mom be like ha, ha. it's not even that far sarah yeah i know i do things like that I'm like we had a guest last week and i'm That's like running around the house and i didn't think of it and i'm like oh i'm looking for corners and i'm like no one look <laughs> just run back i'm gonna be that mom like the one that's like Man. Like, here comes my ass yeah there you go but uh is that link bumping the microphone <laughs> yes he's a Hi, cute bud. kitty oh, i know come here oh, he doesn't like to be held but he wants my love so he yeah. keeps coming up here and i try to hold him so that he's not touching things i want like, a cat no. so bad what a brat allergic but i'm seriously oh, I forget that oh. every time i know i hate that come say hi to mine anytime they want all the love oh. or you can Heather's- get rid of the husband and get a cat that's, that's very possible. I also, <laughs> I love him to death, though. He is allergic to, like, animals. But uh, we found it out when, actually, we visited Heather. And Link walked over Adam. And when Link did, like, where his little paws were, like, he sat there for a minute. And Adam broke out into, like, hives. 
where his little paws were. Oh, damn. Like, just a rope. And I was like, aww. And Adam's like, I don't want to be allergic. I'm like, I don't want you to be allergic. I want a cat. <laughs> Dang it. I want something to love. May look into those, like, um, hypoallergenic cats. cats or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. I also want to say, remember that Lincoln vomited in the Dominion box? Oh my god, he so did. Link's an asshole. <laughs> and we cleaned those. Do you remember when Heather's cat vomited in your Dominion box? Yeah, it's a fond memory. He just went right over to it. Adam was like, no, please no. And then he just... <laughs> right oh goodness. All right. That's Any nice. other thoughts guys- for Dark Fever? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I liked it. I'm really excited to find out more about... Also, also, quickly, Barons totally kissed her, but did he do it because he did, like, the... He did, like, a spell or something, right? Like, he read something. Do you remember? He's like, go to sleep, and then he said some words. Which when she, she was really sick. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, and then... He asked. And then she, she's like, he kissed me, and I'm like, is this part of who he is, Delia? Is this part of something we're going to find out about him? He he didn't need to kiss her to send her to sleep. I'll That's right. Yeah, he didn't. I was hoping. I didn't want them to get together, and then I wanted them to, and then I didn't want them to, and now I want them to again. So, uh, what would yeah. you guys think that of Fiona excited. too? Like, you know, oh she fuck, was... I forgot about Fiona. Yeah, I completely. I kept getting too. messages every now Me and then. Too. She was really cool, and every now and then she wasn't really cool. And I, I think know, she has she an unhealthy really, relationship. She was really worried for. Oh yeah. She was really, really worried when Mac, like, she felt guilty. But I think it's because she knew that, like, Mac is beneficial to Barons. Like, she's useful. And Fiona is, but he quite clearly is, like, to the left. I I can find another one of you. (laughs) Yeah, you are replaceable. Replaceable. (laughs) So... (laughs) I think that thanks for my thanks for noticing my Beyonce reference. So, which you know damn good and well that Barron's probably does not listen to Beyonce. But anyway, <laughs> um, but for for real though, I thought that that she was nervous for her own skin, not because she gave a damn about Michaela, right? Because she was like, oh, I fucked up, and Barron's is gonna kill me. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. Like I had mixed messages about her at first too, because I was like, okay, is she really. You know, she was like very inviting, and I thought, okay, she's like this big bosomed, like old Hollywood starlet. She's gonna be kind, and then later, Max like she didn't pay any mind to me. She did not. Nope, nope, nope. Well, she lives in the house with Barons. Well, lives in the bookstore with Barons, and Fiona doesn't. Quite clearly, does not live there. And they mm-hmm. obviously were lovers, and she. Oh, he's like, oh, were you they? Did the like, worst I didn't thing. quite catch on yeah. to that yeah it's the secret you kind of learn that in the secret conversation that, right like when she it, eavesdrops yeah and he's you, like you did the worst thing you could possibly do which is fall in love with a man's potential yeah which i was like that's so true like you can't be doing that shit that's a fact I, thought, I didn't know they were like physically lovers i guess like i felt where is that heather where is that great question um i don't have a physical copy of the book that's so. when she sneaks in oh jesus christ guys Oh, oh, I found it, I found it, I found it. I think, I think, I think. So, uh, she doesn't belong here. You can't let her stay. I won't stand for it. You won't stand for it? When did you become my keeper, Fio? Or Fio? I never know how he... Fiona. Fio. Anyway. 
there was danger in the very gentleness with which Barons asked the question. So I was a little bit more aggressive in my reread. But Fiona either didn't hear it or chose not to heed it. When you started needing one, it's not safe for her to be here, Jericho. She must go tonight, if possible. Tomorrow at the very latest. I can't be here all the time to make sure nothing happens. No one asked you to, Baron said coldly. Well, someone needs to, she cried. Jealous, Theo? It doesn't become you. Fiona sucked in an audible breath. I, almost, I could almost see her standing there, eyes bright with passion, two spots of color on, high on her cheekbones of her aging movie star face. If you must take this to a personal level, then yes, Jericho, I am. You know I don't want her here, but it's not just about me and what I want. That child is as ignorant and innocent as the day is long. Okay, I really resented that. <laughs> but, she's, but she's not wrong, though. But Fiona's not wrong. Anyway, so... Back to her best, Fiona. That I just I disliked Fiona in that. Oh yeah, where he says, "Okay, I found it." I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out where the hell it was, but he goes, "No, file. You only think you know me. You really don't know me at all. Stay out of this or leave. I'm sure I can find another one, another to service my needs." Okay, see, that's what they're lovers, mm-hmm. or they were. Yeah. And then she's like, "Service your needs." Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is that what you want to call it? So, <laughs> I I don't like Fiona. You do or do don't? Do you learn to like yeah. her at all? No, I don't like I, I liked her at first. I liked her at first because she was like this sweet little be- bookstore lady. Clerk sort of situation. No, I yeah. just don't. And then, I, yeah, after that conversation, I quit liking her. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. You dog. let Mac go into the dark place. Yes. And, and didn't, didn't tell, tell anybody him. for a minute until you <sighs> were like, oh, shit, she's not coming back, is she? Oh, fuck. And then you feared for yourself. Like, no, she's selfish. I'll no. let her. Absolutely. So we're definitely going to get more Mac and Barons later, right? Like they're gonna they're gonna hit the haystack together, right? Y'all know I'm here for romance. I'm here for like a ship. You know this okay. about me. If it's there's no ship, it's hard for me to be here for it. We're gonna read later. Not like gonna be like I'm a pirate. Yes. Different pirate. love interests, or are there different love interests as well, or does it just stick with kind of them? You don't know. Hmm. You yeah. Don't, there's. I want to say there's, it's okay. There's other stuff that happens. It's a Mac and Fiona bang. It's really great. Yes, they do. (laughs) Just for you, Heather. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is a distinct lack of LGBT stuff in here, though. That's, I think, my one beef with the series. Oh, it's okay. In my head, Fiona is a fierce bisexual. Mm, She probably is. Like an older into it. Anna, that's my head. That's your head, Cannon. That's my head, Cannon. Another quick question. One big thing throughout this is that I wanted her to find her sister's journal, right? Because her sister's Mm -hmm. like, oh, Mm -hmm. I found it. I know where it's at. You know, she knew where the she said it was. And she's like, here. Does she end up finding that, Dilly? Is that something that we we can confirm for readers out there that she ends up finding that you don't know? My thoughts. Baron has something to, so Baron's has something to do with the sister's death. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I'm not saying one way or the other. Yeah, in his, you know how she's like, I wonder what else he has under the house. I bet it's her sister's journal. <laughs> I can't tell I'm you. Like, I can't tell you. Delia, do you have anything to say about this? <laughs> I'm not saying shit. I, I will say it will surprise you when you figure okay, out. Okay, okay. Another another quick question before we get to the casting. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to because I feel like you guys are just pumping me for information at this point. <laughs> we're we're done so. talking about Dark Favor and just pumping you for more fever information. <laughs> this yeah. is an interrogation, okay? Um, mm-hmm. So with that. That spotlight's uh, not in here. You know, Jericho says, 
hey, uh, I know you've met Blaine. And she's like, how do you know? He's like, he told me. Does he get that same kind of feeling when he's there too? Is it like, whoa, take off your pants, big boy? Like, is like it, does oh, he get that? The death by or does sex he? Would you, I guess you said he chooses. So I guess if he doesn't want to do that, like, I guess it depends. Like the Faye, you know, and maybe with Jericho, like you know, we talked about. Uh, it says something. something about that at the beginning, right? Doesn't it say they use women? Let me. They look. do. They, they use. Okay. They definitely do use women. That's why I said in my in my. I was like, they're not much better than the unseelie. The only difference is one is pretty and one's not. Right. Um. No, I. You'll you'll find that out pretty soon. I think you find that out in the next book. How he reacts to Vane. Blame. He is Vane, but blame. You'll, okay. It's it's not like I'm. Holding I want a showdown. I want showdown. Okay, between the both of them, which I'm really surprised Barons just like came out of nowhere to save Mac, and I'm so glad he did. I was ready right, for it too. You like, wouldn't give a shit about her, right? Because you're just like, oh. yeah. but she's useful, right? Especially she, with yeah. Her I, I'm trying to, to... Hmm? go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Heather. Oh yeah, yeah I'm trying to figure out how much is he keeping her around because she's useful, and if he's actually starting to enjoy her company, and I'm mm-hmm. leaning towards the latter, and I. It's. I will say this. It is not their the their relationship. The relationship that in relation to each other is not what you would typically expect of a like. Okay, KMM takes you to dark places. Like it is. There's some of it that's really fucking dark. Dark. Not like just my sister got killed by the Fae. And there's, like, mm-hmm. unseely prison coming out. Like, some serious, serious shit happens. And so their relationship is not going to follow the way that you would normally think it would. Like, we read Twilight and there was, like, a, he hates her. And now they're, like, not that Barons is any way fucking Edward Cullen. He would beat Edward Cullen's ass any day of the week. But right. actually, he probably wouldn't expend the effort. He would be, like, you're not worth it. <laughs> like, you're beneath me. Oh, I love it. But um, that arrogance, though, for real. I mean, he's, he's listen. Well I casted a Twilight actor in this because I felt so bad for the Twilight vampires, and I'm like, I'm gonna let you be another vampire. So I <laughs> a better vampire. <laughs> I'm better. I, no, not better. Yeah, Melissa is not a better vampire at no. all. Anyway, <laughs> no, he's still a wannabe. Like, he's such a bitch. He's a little bitch. Okay. For sure. Final thoughts before we move to casting. I'm super enjoyed it definitely recommend i think though um i recommend more if you have time that you want to commit to reading i think like an extra series which i don't think it's a it's not a heavy read i feel like it's something you can do alongside other stuff you know um but at the same time like uh if you're like us and you enjoy it and you do want to go on with it just know that there are what 12 books so which is okay. I mean, it's, oh, 11. Well, eleven. Well, eleven, and then there's a comic book in between Shadow Fever and Iced. Okay. There's a comic book. Interesting. All right. So, or it's between Iced and Burned. There's a comic book at some point. I just can't remember where. But I liked um, Elwood's girl turning into sarcastic, kind of badass, and I want her to continue that growth, and uh, just really dig Barons. And the the kind of playfulness that he has too sometimes, you know, like the night when they were driving in the car and she's like, you're very playful. Like moments like that, um, 
I think just really make the book for me. Like I enjoy his massive, I guess, wealth and the cars he has and that he's like this dark, mysterious brooding guy. Cause you know, you don't even always... talk about the bookstore. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I can only, I would love get that bitch a library. Like Bitches that, love right? libraries. <laughs> for sure. Oh, and that's what I kept thinking about. I'm like, I would stay there too. Jesus. Like whatever. I mean, but for the library alone, I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, I'm here for it. Oh my god, we didn't even talk right about there. the O'Banion dude getting eaten alive by the shadows, like all of his henchmen and him, just like, Ooh, that yeah, was a big yeah. thing. When yeah, you that was a that hard that one paper for Mac. Is, yeah, that was, yeah, it would have been hard for me too. People? She's like, you didn't think about their families, and you didn't think about this and this, and he's that like, was, mm-hmm. oh well. Yeah, yeah. She's like, that's her first one. Like, like, that was her, <laughs> yeah, that was her, her first big kill. So, as far as like, her like, her being related to that stuff obviously yeah, she, feel like she felt like she caused it she did right. i mean she felt like it and i mean and i, I knew something did. was gonna happen yeah. when they get back and barons turns off the floodlights and i'm like why is he doing that i'm like that is such a bad idea dude like you guys are gonna get eaten and then the morning when you see all the cars there and i'm like that was a good idea dude good job were you guys surprised <laughs> that Barons had taken the Maybach or the Maybach or whatever it is. The oh my gosh, car. No. what else are going to do with it? <laughs> I agree with Barons. I feel like Barons did everything perfectly. It was a smart move to kill them that way, and you get a cool car. Yeah, yeah. pro Barons on all of that. Really strategic. Like, yeah, fuck your family. Sidekick is really stupid. Bless her heart. I mean, she's <laughs> she's she's really just like. Yeah. She's gonna get herself killed with her mouth or doing something incredibly wrong, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> We're here mistakes, for it. mistakes are needed to be made for growth, though, right? Like her going the right. fucking twelve forty seven Larue by her damn self. And he was like, like "Why'd you tell them who you were? Why'd like, you do really? That? Why'd you do like, that? <laughs> we could like they would have figured it out. We would have out eventually, but we would have had time." <laughs> She did too. She opened her she, big goddamn mouth. I know. She was like, it was like that, uh, the the Princess Bride moment where it's like, and you killed my father. And, you know, and she's like, I am Michaela Lane, and you killed my sister. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. <laughs> Prepare to die. We're yeah, just sort of, yeah, same vibes. Except that she's not an expert swordsman, and she wasn't going to get fucking anywhere. <laughs> no, she's just got that little spear thing. She's like, yeah, let me touch you. Punch your people, you know. She's like touch, touch, touch. Like it's like really tag. I mean, seriously. Like she's just gonna have to. <laughs> she's got to practice all that. She she's is, like, yeah, I she... froze six of them in like two seconds. And I was like, it's an advanced freeze tag. It's literal freeze tag. Mm-hmm. It's so it's, fun. Uh, it's life or death freeze tag is what it is. Oh, Except God. that sure. the people that, that you're playing trying to freeze are uh, significantly like they sift, they teleport, Ooh, yeah. which is. Scary as hell. Can you imagine just being snatched up and transported somewhere? You, you don't have any control over it. Nope, that's bad news. No. She has like, sometimes she's like, like Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Gadsby says, your confidence is making you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like Hannah Gadsby. She's me good. too, me too. But that, yeah, that's totally Mac right there. Sometimes her confidence makes her dumb. Um, yes, it is. Yes. It's, uh, so I, t- I highly recommend it. Heather, what do you think? Yeah. Um, it was really, really good. I really love the writing. Mac is a great setup. I know she's going to come along. I definitely recommend it. I'm definitely excited to read the series, and we should definitely do like mini episodes where we discuss that. 
like yeah. kind of mm-hmm. as we as we read along we're like oh yeah here's an informal meeting yeah i like that on. i definitely am excited to see how things go like i can't wait till certain things happen and like you guys's reaction Whew. so excited also like okay i just can't wait for y'all to meet danny i thought y'all met danny in this episode i mean not this episode well yeah but in this book <laughs> and you don't and she's fucking fabulous we love right. danny yes I did a Google search of like, just like, you know, you mentioned that the Facebook page, they had like casted people. They yeah, liked. which was very So I did like a Google search and I found time. like a blog. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's look at it. And I did not spoil myself, but I did see some characters listed that I was like, who's it? And Danny was one. And I was like, okay, okay. You know, and um, there's just a bunch of like muscly, muscular men that come up later on. Just a bunch of like henchmen, I guess. But uh, groupies, I don't know, groupies. Yeah, groupies. Um, yeah. But I thought that was interesting. Like, I saw that there's there's quite a bit of characters, obviously, in a series this long, you're going to get no Well, and, like, stuff. fucking half of them are from the uh, the Highlander. But that those don't really show up until book five. But, um, yes, okay. My favorite books, just so y'all know in advance, okay, book five. Fever Song, High Voltage, and, well, like, the last three books are, are really, really good, but, like, between Shadow Fever and Fever Song, those are my favorites. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I'll explain why when we get there. Anyway. Okay, so, casting. Real quick, uh, on my PowerPoint, the first, the first page is Miss Karen Marie Monning, because she's fucking beautiful, and I wanted to show her off to you guys. And then... The second one is different comic panels of, uh, she worked with a comic book artist to do different renderings of, I, I just took a couple of panels so you guys could see what they were doing. But, okay, I'm going to pull okay. my- Sorry, I'm pulling up the, uh, I was going to say the podcast. This is the damn podcast. <laughs> tis, um, tis indeed. All right, let's see her, Karen. She is very pretty and blonde. How about that? Well, she she I think she's a natural redhead, like a strawberry blonde. But um, if you look at her eyebrows and her old books, like the first, like I think this one actually might have it. See, like this is her in the first couple. Okay. So I think she. I I don't know if her curls are natural or not, but yeah, she's very beautiful. I love her. And then these are the comic book panels. Wow, Barron's is woo, something, isn't he? Just a skosh, yeah. A lot bigger than I imagined. Yes. With some tatties on there? Look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big daddy tatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, look at her sister's dead body there in the alley. I'm not being mean at all. She's posing like, she looks like a beautiful model just posing there. Mm-hmm. Like she's just asleep in a trash alley. Got a little too drunk. Okay, so who are we starting with first? I have Alina first, so I, we can go whatever order, but that's the order my slideshow goes in. So, oh my god, you picked the same Alina that I picked. Okay, so to be fair, she is on the list for, so my Alina is Diane Agron, or I don't know how to say her last name, but she's in Glee, The Family, I Am Number Four, Burlesque, she's Cam Gigigante's fiance. Yeah. I never know how to say his fucking name. But yeah, so that's a bit she was. <laughs> yeah, I had to type it out for you guys because that's literally how Sarah always says it. Now I say it she that never way. Say his name. 
but that's who I picked. I thought she looked the part. Absolutely. Heather? Absolutely. Yeah, so for Alina, oh, it's kind of revealing both of mine, but for Alina, I did Dakota Fanning. Mm. <laughs> wonder where that okay. Okay. Yeah, wonder who I wonder. the sister will be. Yeah. Okay, and then I have Rainy Lane is next. Rainy Lane! I have Ashley Judd. And my reason. Oh, that's for a that. good one. Okay, yeah. I've seen her with blonde hair usually when she's younger, but I just was like, oh. she's southern and i feel like she could say like mm, pretty girls don't have dirty mouths like she just strikes me as rainy as yeah, rainy yeah. Mm-hmm. rainy i Sam. choose uh reese witherspoon because oh, we do not have Elle Woods in there <laughs> yes me too me too and she feels great in sweet home alabama mm-hmm. she does like she is just such a southern belle and like everything yeah. she does you know she's just uh, if she perfect. can't be mac she's gotta be you know. Right? I figured, like, she's a good, like, her children are gorgeous also, so I figured she would produce beautiful, well, but then we learned about the adoption, so. <laughs> you know but like anyway. So the good okay. One. And then Jack, I have, okay, Daniel Craig. Hear me out. Alright. <laughs> First of all, him and Ashley are the same age, so there's that. Perfect. Secondly, I don't know if you guys have seen Knives Out, Oh my it's god, I love so good. I watch so it good. all the time. It's so good. His southern accent is bomb. And I have found that English people typically tend to do British accents better than, like, not English accents, southern accents better than, like, Midwestern. Yes. Like, oh they're really shitty at, at Midwestern accents. It's, unless you're Hugh Laurie. Have you watched <laughs> um, The Devil, what is it? The Devil... Oh gosh, it's the movie, and I can't remember. Tom Tom Holland's in it, and he's British. Uh, oh Robert yeah, Pat's in it, and he's British. And they all do a fantastic. Even like I think it's Alex Skarsgård's in it, and mm-hmm. all of them do like fantastic Southern accents. And yeah, they do it better there. So good, and I'm thinking, man, you must have been born with me back home in the mountains because uh, you sound like it. <laughs> you sound yeah. like you've been eating a lot of grandma's grits there, buddy. But you that know, and I thought yeah. he could polish up for, to be a lawyer. You know, like he strikes me mm-hmm. as like he can be firm with with the girls and be like, "No, you're not going." And also like the same person that taught her how to drive a stick. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Sarah. Um, I chose Simon Baker, uh, and he's an Australian actor, and he does some stuff. Like he was in The Devil Wears Prada. And I thought, I mean, I know who this totally is. take it, but yes. So I figured yeah. him, like, I don't know. I just thought, I saw him in a suit and with some glasses on. And I'm like, yeah. sure. And he's a little <laughs> bit older than Reese. I was like, he's only, you know, a few years older than Reese. And I was like, okay, okay. They make a cute little couple. Do it. Nice. All right, Heather. Um, I chose Josh, Lu- Josh Lucas, which oh, is the gosh. love interest from <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I'm not going to do the work. Someone's already done that work and I'm just going to let it roll. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so tickled. Okay. So I have old woman next who y'all find out her name, but I guess she'll be old woman for now. Oh, I looked at this okay. person. Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. I think I looked at her briefly. I have not this. looked at her, but she looks really nice. I like her a lot. 
Yeah, she's uh, she was in half the reason I picked her is because she was in Flowers in the Attic, Sarah. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm I'm gonna produce my own flowers. You know, in the they attic did a day. second one. They did Petals on the Wind. We never watched it. Did you read when it? You... Yes, I read it. Okay, we're gonna have oh to watch God. it. Yes, I also didn't do I... the homework, by the way. Oh, me either. Damn it. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do it this time homework. for sure. Like, after we get off of here this time. You had okay. like two things you had to watch. <laughs> So did Heather. Gosh. Heather had homework too. Oh, I almost watched I Could Do Bad Buy on Myself, but I'd have to pay for it all. I was like, maybe next time. That was that was the homework. <laughs> could do bad buy was, on myself. That was homework for mine at some point. I don't know. Oh, that was that homework for you from oh, the first dyslexia. one. You're from okay. uh, yeah, from Ju- You Ju- have Denver, two is- homeworks then. One of them's a time to kill. <laughs> a time to yes. kill. Let me write that With down. With Matthew McConaughey. I went to watch that one, and then I found a Lincoln Lawyer, the Lincoln Lawyer, and I got oh. like I didn't know if I wanted to watch. Is it good? That's a good one too. Both of those are good movies. Oh, one of them has okay. Trace Adkins, really good country singer in it. The other one okay. has Sandra Bullock. Oops. I love Sandra Bullock. Me too. So, she's both pretty smashing. Okay, uh, that was mine, Sarah. I chose Meryl Streep, and it was just very vague because I, I felt like she could do a good, like, put her in, like, a really, I like your twist better, Delia. Like, she just fits the mold better for what I'm seeing because I feel like, you know, I want her to have that gray hair. I want her to be, I don't know, like, have that look about her. So Meryl Streep, I'm like, oh, she has some acting chops on her. Maybe she could do that, but, yeah. I think that, so part of the reason I picked Ellen was because she has, like, a sort of severe face. Like, her mm-hmm. eyebrows are, like, a bit stern. And mm-hmm. the old woman, she really kind of gets that way. If you hadn't noticed when she started yelling at her randomly in the <laughs> fucking pub. But, yeah. yeah. Heather? Uh, I went with Maggie Smith. I uh, love her. And yeah. The- yeah. Well, I just I'll think about you her. later why I didn't pick her. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I chose her because I think about the first movie when they defeat the troll and she gives them points for sheer dumb luck. And I love the way she <laughs> says it and how aggravated she is with them, but also impressed. And that is the same feel I got whenever we meet the old lady the second time. Yeah. She also, like, uh, if you've seen Downton Abbey, I can see where you're coming from with her just kind of being like, I'm better than you and you should know better and we're related and you should be better. And so she, she has that same feel towards Michaela in, are you dumb? Right. Are you, are you dumb? <laughs> so. Are you dumb, dear? I can just see her saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see where you're coming from. I'll tell you. You'll know why later, why I didn't pick her. Because I looked at her. All right. So Fiona, I have Sella Ward. Oh, let me go to your one. Who is in The Day After Tomorrow, a mm-hmm. fugitive FBI gone girl, also in Double Jeopardy with Ashley and Runaway Bride. Now, I don't know, I haven't, I don't remember her in any of those movies, but, like, she just suits a, like, classic Hollywood looks, and she just looks like that for me. Like, her face really strikes me as Fiona. I think she could keep Baron's attention, I think is what Mm -hmm. I was really going for. I chose Miranda Otto, and she played in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and she's in some other stuff. She, I think she's just, like, this old-timey beauty kind of thing hey uh, what is like she really... in oh return of the king yeah that's what yes, it is yes yes the she's Lord of the rings, Lord of the rings. Mm-hmm. yeah she's AOA. so she's in like 
Annabelle, Lord of the Rings, Chilling Adventure, Sabrina, just stuff like that. And uh, I really enjoyed, like, she's very, like, sexy in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You know, she has that, like, sex about her. Uh, but at the same time, like, she's older and she, like, is sophisticated. So I thought it fit together a little well. Yeah. Heather? Um, I went with Kate Blanchett. Nice. You really can't go wrong with her. Oh, right? Yeah. And I want her to be in a suit, running that bookshop. Like I said, fierce bisexual, and but just pining for barons. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good I one. Oh. It's like she ha- she's, a, her, she's her own force to be reckoned with, her own beautiful self, but... She's got that flaw, falling in love yeah. with a man's potential. Yeah. Ooh, mm. It feels very – so when I think – I don't know why, but when I think Kate Blanchett in my head, uh, I go to two places. I go to Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and I also go to <laughs> Cinderella, which is your homework, Sarah. She's a stepmother. She's very severe there. like, mm-hmm. But she's snappy dresser. Fantastic. Okay. I like Kate Blanchett. I like it. All right. I have Malouche. Ah, Malouche the, Malouche the douche. The yes. I oh, yeah. Harry Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, he's a little Good bitch. <laughs> yeah, That's he the is. Because I had other people I thought about, and I was just like, mm, you just played this part so well. You were such a little bitch. But he's in, uh, beyond Game of Thrones, he's also in Doctor Who mm. and Robin Hood, the BBC version, which has my heart, so... And I chose I chose Jackson Rathbone uh, because I feel like he could be a nice little broody vampire wannabe because he was a vampire. That's right. Twilight. So I really, it was hard for me because I saw a casting list that had Tom Hiddleston and I thought, okay, may, like, you know, you want that because he plays Loki already with like the dark hair and like he's kind of a douche there uh, but we mm-hmm. like him you know this Malouche yeah. the douche we don't like so I thought eh, maybe not Tom Hiddleston so yeah. then not that I don't like Jackson Rathbone but it literally was me just like he he had some angsty pictures and I'm like I feel like Malouche the douche is like an angsty guy just all over a vampire yeah. wannabe little bitch mm-hmm. yeah. that's right as a 14 year email emo child oh my god like, right living that out i went with it's i think it's pronounced cillian murphy um he is okay. the guy from batman begins he's the guy that with the i love him what's his name scarecrow in batman oh. begins. and he plays an in inception as well yes with the he's eyes great. he was in the it's red the what a red eye movie and yes, i always remember yes. that because he yeah. got stabbed in the eye Yes! Or he got stabbed in the neck and he's yeah, like he stabbed, oh. stabbed in the neck. There you go. I thought it was the eye. Yes, that's Look the guy. That's the guy. See, that's why. Okay. Yeah. I like him. For sure. he can def- that's a good choice. Kudos to mm-hmm. you, my dear. Okay. All right. Who's next on the list? I think I I think I did an order of, of order of appearance with the exception of Mac and Barons I put at the end. So McCabe. I did Colin uh, Oh, Colin Farrell's really good for that. Okay, I like yes. it. Yes. well I had him originally for God damn it. Rocky-O, but mm-hmm. I just, I was like, after I cast I, this McCabe, I was like, oh, fuck it. No, I gotta switch these two. So, yeah. Colin Farrell, I just think he could make a pretty decent dude as yeah. far as that goes. Sarah. I did this thing where I cast, because I did I didn't know who to pick, okay? So I did this thing where I did White House Man McCabe, 
and uh, I did Mobster Guy, O'Banion. I did them kind of together, and you can interchange their actors however you want. That's, you yeah, want. mine could be that way. I feel that, yeah, yeah. yeah. same. So yeah. I chose, I think for McCabe, it was like Hugh Jackman. I don't feel like he'd be sexist or anything. I just, I don't know. Every time I picture these men sitting there in their little chairs or they're meeting people, I expect like big muscles and like, I don't know, him and O'Banion, both of them seemed a little, I kind of forgot McCabe's description to be a little honest. He's like um, a big burly redheaded man. He's very, very is Strong, he the one that, okay big. so i also had gerard butler so it was either hugh jackman or gerard butler and you can interchange them however you want between the both yeah. of those that way one because either one of them could be a boxer either like they just and gerard already has that like you know european charm type thing about him and hugh jackman's like well australian so you've got that going on so anyway that was my choices heather i like it i did this is mccabe yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, Michael Fassbender. He is from Prometheus. He's David in Prometheus. Uh, so we've cast him before. I, I believe we have. I like I think, him quite a bit. I think Sarah. Yeah, he's did. a good one. I did. Um, and he's an Irish German actor. And he yes, always I, comes for a lot up. of things. I tried to. Yeah, I feel like he's really good for a lot of things. And I look up like he's immediately one of the like he's good. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I have recently watched Prometheus and I fell in love with him again. I was like, oh, he's so good. I like that sometimes. It do be that way. Okay. Rocky O. I did Kevin McKidd. So I know their looks are different, but I just, I don't know what it was. I just really like him for Rocky O. I think that he could be, I could I see him it. being very much like your woman. Like, because I think about it like made of honor. Wasn't he the one who kind of came up from nothing to like kind of. Yes, he liked, and he overtook. Yes, the two. So I, I feel like that's a really good one. Like he looks like somebody who could have just been like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. he. So I think the Facebook has him cast for McKay because of the red hair and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just think like I've seen him in Maid of Honor, and he's very, oh. like the way that he has to go get a kill for her, for their wedding. Like he has to go in. You know what I mean? Just that sort of traditional. Mm-hmm male that just kind of did it for me mm-hmm. yeah i like him he's a good choice okay and then sarah already told us hers so heather um i went with connor mcgregor the the mca or the what is it not mca mma fighter oh my god because <laughs> you know he literally is a fighter that's fair it doesn't he have red hair oh damn yeah you're good girl <laughs> Because he was, yes. right? He was a, a, a fighter before he became like, what was a, a the, Yes. Um, what was the the fight that he was in that everybody watched with him? Oh. And, um, gosh, we watched And it was like it. super, super. Yeah, it was huge. Was it Floyd Mayweather or no? Yes, it was Floyd and him. And it was actually pretty good. Like, I, I really enjoyed that watching it yeah. it like made my head hurt afterwards because i'm like dude how many punches I mean, he's a take? cocky son of a bitch too so like true. he's you know that's how you have to be and when you're like fighting you like gotta be like i'm the best i'm the best come at me you know and uh O'Banion was literally like a big fighter and was like come at me and so mm-hmm. i was like all right i feel it okay all right uh so next one is blaine, blaine. i picked gabriel aubrey which, again, this was from the KMM group as well, or, like, her casting list. I think I went off 
the track with Michaela. I did, actually. I know I did. But uh, he's not in anything. He's just a model. He was Halle Berry's ex, and he was also a restaurateur. Oh, nice. But I just thought he looked the part for Yeah, me. he looks very, yeah, sex gaudy. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> sex gaudy. I would expect no less. Well, no less. No less from Halle Berry's ex. I mean. No less. Truly. It'd be like that sometimes. I chose Sam Corlett, and he played Caliban and Sabrina. I just really like Sabrina. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but look at his just like his nice chiseled body and his yeah, hair. That's and fair. like, I could talk about this for him. <laughs> and you know kind of thing and we could play with some pearls so i liked it yeah okay <laughs> and then, so, oh no there <laughs> you go <laughs> yes um so for flane i did jason momoa <laughs> just this large sex symbol standing there telling you what to do you know that's so funny <laughs> oh god <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. And he, he's got dark skin, and like he could dye his hair and be golden. I can see it. Yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. You you mentioned him. I completely forgot about him. And now that you mentioned him, I'm like, I feel like he'd be more Barons. But I get where you're coming from. Yes. Well, I oh my gosh, I went back and forth forever. Yeah. On where I wanted if I and I can because, even show you. And I say like, this because. uh like, I even have things marked out. I had Jason Momoa for the two of them back and forth several times. Oh. And I, I say that simply because I think Jason Momoa, his face is not, it's not handsome or beautiful, which is Baron's. Like, he doesn't have a handsome face. He has a carnal face. It's very, uh, that's what she says. It's very, like, sexualized. It's yeah, less like about we'd being, all, like, you know, well, I mean. Maybe not Heather, but we'd all definitely have a sex. Sit with on Jason his face. Ryan. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, so but he's married and has kids and he's happy, so we wouldn't. Yeah, but... they seem very happy. But if anything were to change, <laughs> <laughs> so so two married past. people in on this fucking happy marriage. <laughs> anyway, so yes, his he. I get that. I totally. He didn't even cross my mind, so I fail a little bit, but I'm okay with that. So. Yes. yes, Jason Momoa. That's good for Blaine. Okay. Lord Master. I have Joseph Morgan. <laughs> hey, yeah, I like it. I love Joseph Morgan. I was like, okay, so I've been rewatching the Vampire Diaries. So I was like, I gotta cast somebody from the Vampire Diaries. And most of, like, Damon Salvatore also could be wiped to the floor with by Jericho Barons. But I really think a lot of his actions, and you'll see later, really remind me of, like, Barons, like, sort of there's like a okay. it's yeah it's very much there except elena's a dumb bitch the mm. entire time i still love her but she she a dumb bitch the entire show and michaela is not so anyway uh but anyway so i was like gotta cast somebody from there gonna cast the lord master i love joseph morgan let's do it mm-hmm. so that's how i got there okay uh i like it i chose um between two it was like ian summerholder <laughs> so David Salvatore <laughs> and uh, uh, Josh Hartnett so it was like uh, one of the two like they're both handsome and you just put like a wig on because I couldn't find anybody who like had the obviously like waist length hair and stuff well like, that's what I, wigs I did, are for right so I figured you could just put that on there like yeah I figure if they've had 
long bushy like hair before or whatever then they're good enough like if i can see them like that i can picture them with a wig on like it's good so i think they're both handsome lord master handsome and you know there you go sounds good heather uh, i went for a uh, what i feel is a less creative choice of chris hemsworth <laughs> he, he looks great in thor he does a good job yeah i, I was him. about to choose him for someone in this and yeah. didn't but only because i don't know why I forget. And I could just see him being like an easy, happy guy. Because when she's looking through the picture, she's like, he doesn't look like a murderer. They just look so, so happy together. And I could see Chris Hemsworth definitely giving some great boyfriend vibes in a picture. You know? Yeah. For, for sure. sure. Okay. Let's see. Here. Who's him. next? He's okay. Him. Jericho Barons. Barons. We've all been waiting for. Okay. So I picked David Gandy, who is also on the list i didn't deviate for them i did deviate somewhat on kmm's list most again because i was pressed for time and jericho is really hard for me to i have him pictured in my head and it's hard for me to transmit that onto somebody else so like this is the closest as we're gonna get but this is not what's going on up here mm-hmm. um up in my that. brain but i thought that he has that again that thing i was talking about like his face is more mm-hmm. sexual than it is pretty or or like handsome you know what i mean like it's very much those are not words i would use for him but carnal that would definitely work there it's just very he's a model he didn't do a whole lot else also he does a a blog a blog for british vogue about fashion and cars so i was like oh baron's always dresses nice and loves cars so i mean kind of fits for me i agree sarah i like it okay so my i chose three because i couldn't decide okay And, of course, I had Ben Barnes. Um, oh, fuck. I love Ben Barnes so much. He's so good. <gasps> so I have Ben Barnes. I had, if you mix Ben Barnes with Superman, the Henry, is it? Henry. Uh, Henry. Yeah, I Cat- thought about him, too. Mix him with that. And then there's this guy whose name is Tom Bateman. And he uh, played in Behind Her Eyes, which I haven't watched that. But he's also I have watched um, with Daisy Ridley. So I figured, like, you know, but if you mix, like, kind of all three of them together, I feel like you'd get a really you good really rendition would. of what I'm looking for. I looked at Henry oh, Tom Bateman's too. good. I thought yeah. about him quite a bit, mostly because I've been reading a lot of Witcher fan fiction recently. Mm-hmm. And I you really know, I still just... have not watched The Witcher. It's on my list. I'm going to have to. I won't assign it as homework, but I'm kind of disappointed in you right now. <laughs> Just kidding. It's so good. It's I'm so disappointed good. in myself. Okay. You should be. It's okay. fucking fabulous. There's like eight episodes here. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, okay. Well, we start next next podcast. Wait, no. Yeah, I was gonna say no, 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 no. Uh, if it's between The Witcher and you finishing this this series, I need you to focus on that. Okay. So I'm gonna dictate okay, your time. time, and then and then okay. if I can ever say, your life. <laughs> it's okay. You'll just mold me with it, into you. Will. <laughs> yep. No, there's one of me is enough. <laughs> anyway. I feel like that's why I'm afraid to procreate. But uh, we're here. Sarah, who's your, I mean, Heather, who's your Jericho? Um, I'm not nearly as impressed with him as your guys is, but I went with Chris Pine. Chris Pine. We'll just, let me look that up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I can't even remember what he's from. I forgot to write it down. He's in okay. Star Trek. He's literally yeah. everything. Wonder yeah. Woman. Oh my god, he's Steve. Yeah. 
in Wonder Woman. Is that what he is, Steve? Oh my God. Who is he? He also got collected for the Marvel Universe. I just don't remember who he was because they were like, we have all the Chris's, but I don't remember who he was. I don't know either. I like him though. Did I lose it? Maybe not. Let me see. Let me look. I can try to find it. Like when he has facial hair and stuff, and his hair. He was in Captain Marvel. Oh, oh, I've yes. not seen Captain Marvel. I thought he was in Captain Marvel. What? Was he not? He was in Wonder Brie Woman. Brie Larson, sure. you haven't seen Captain Marvel. No. <gasps> Heather. Like, I have not. Bisexual I icon. I know, I know. I've seen the beginning of it, but I never finished it. So Maybe he wasn't, though. I mean, is he? I can't remember. Maybe he never did it. I don't fucking know. Either way it goes, I like Chris Pine, though. I do like him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. There's a bird out in my window. I don't like that. Okay. Michaela. Ready for this? Okay. So, Miranda Rayson, or Rayson, I don't know how you say her name, her last name. I was, I love her. Okay. So, this is like, I have two pictures here. There's like pink Mac, rainbow girl Mac right here. And then uh-huh. you have badass Mac who shows up later. And I feel that. The whole reason, she's in Merlin. She plays a sold, and I love her. She's so fabulous. Mm. She's not in a lot of other stuff. She's really just primarily like an, a European actress, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But she's in Spooks, Vex, Dark Heart, After Death, Missing in Europe, and does a lot of Agatha Christie <gasps> she stuff. She was in by Agatha the way. Christie. Oh, listen. She's, that's, she's I a listed good girl one, then. But she's in quite a bit. I just listed the one, but that was the first one. I was like, there's so many here. I can't, I can't keep writing Ag- Agatha Christie's, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> So I I love her. She she's just fabulous. I like she's she's so kick ass as a soul, like with a sword. Mm. I've heard uh, such good things about Merlin. I've started Merlin twice. I and just started it yet. It's good. Yeah, it is good. It, I'm sure it will be on the list. Yeah, I will make a list, and before this year is over, bam. It's easy to. It's like so. 14 episodes a season, five seasons. It's over. Sometimes you it's hard to get through though. Sometimes there's like you're like, if you're binging, I had to. Go, I think I had the first three seasons and then the last four I watched as they came out. But yeah, so she's in season four, I think. No. Uh-huh. And this uh-huh. season, and this season four, season three or season four at the the very end, she's in it. She's mm, chef's kiss. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Sarah, who's your Mac? Um, I was actually just looking her up on Google. I mean, I picked her, but I like looking at her pictures. It's Jessica, and I hope I'm saying it, is it Roth or Roth? Roth? She was in Happy Death Day, like Happy Death Day to You, that kind of thing. Um, and she is so, like, a pretty blonde who can be really badass. Because Have you watched the Happy Death Day movies? Okay, so in those, she, like, starts out as, like, this, like, sorority girl. R-O-T-H-E. Okay. Yeah, so she's like this girly sorority girl, like you know, kind of thing. Oh. And then like she gets kind of badass as you go along because obviously she keeps dying, coming back, whatever. I've seen her in that. I really enjoyed her in that, and I just think she looks like she has a lot of. There's literally a picture of her with an axe, and I thought, well, okay, she can definitely be a Michaela. Like she could be a girly girl, or she can get very active, very fast. I feel so. I thought she was really, really good choice. Yes, I like it. Um, I went with Elle Fanning, mm-hmm. which I'm really into. Um, she does so good in The Great. If you guys haven't seen The Great, 
please watch The Great. I have She is marvelous in that. She's pretty. Isn't she? Isn't she in um, that other book we read that Sarah made The read? Brightest Places. Oh, my All, God. All the Bright Places. All the Bright, All the bright Places. I still have not watched that movie yet, and I'm going I to. I started it. Is, it is going to break my heart. Listen. Nope. That nope. book made such a lasting impression on me, guys. I really enjoyed it. I wish... I wish I kind of we could have done the podcast when I read it, but I cried for like an entire week. That's like I literally the, that's the ep, that not episode, but that's the meeting where we discuss the podcast where we decide we were going to do one. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, oh, see, so in a way, we were there. You, yep. <laughs> you guys were there, you readers. You just didn't know yet. Okay, so that is I think that's the cast. That's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. I know. So I'm re- like, okay, for real though, bonus episodes, uh, let me know when you're done with Blood Fever. I really kind of want to go this book by book, but I'm also not like a dictator. This is a triumvirate. Tri- triumvent? Triumvirate? Mm-hmm. What is it? This, this is a cheerocracy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but you know. <laughs> so, no, I was thinking like the three fucking from Julius Caesar. The three rulers of Rome, or whatever, Greece, well, I don't remember. Two Brute. There's three of them. Yep, there's three. I don't know. Oh, I do. Love Big Booty Broody. Um, Beret. <laughs> yes, Triumvirate. <laughs> yes, I was right. Okay, I'm smart, I promise. <laughs> uh-huh. I learned that Miss Moore's class. Thank you, Miss Moore. Stronger. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that part. I remember <laughs> the stabbing. <laughs> we that was when that was when she was on leave and yep she was our sub and i don't even know how we got through it because she started it with us but i don't know how we got i don't know yeah i don't even remember finishing it Me either. <laughs> maybe we didn't <laughs> it's like open-ended what we, happened at the end <laughs> i don't think we i think we read it we just did it to ourselves like we had been acting it out and we we, we stopped doing that so oh yeah maybe we did we were supposed to finish it and then i was like mm, no thank you i did <laughs> <laughs> well y'all know i'm an extra bitch so it'd be like that sometimes um see <laughs> see slideshow created by delia for the casting <laughs> any last thoughts words situations before we wrap it up i think we did a really good job i'm proud of us yep, i'm good with it me too do we'll I discuss- outro? Yes, <laughs> you will. Thank you. You will outro. You are very welcome. Thank you. Here we go. Outro, outro. <clears throat> All right, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram for upcoming reads and the casting list. A big thanks to our co-host, Heather, for writing our theme song. Cynthia, who creates our episode art and our respective life partners for their unwavering support. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us again next time when we turn the page. Bye. Bye.